My name is Luke Pritchard, and I'm in a band called The Kooks. I don't have a middle name. Neither do I. Do you not? Mate, with that's like that's brothers. That's yeah. mad. People always can't believe me, you know. I, I say that, and they're like, you must have a middle name. I love name. how that's the unbelievable thing. Like, <laughs> like, what, you don't have a middle name? Seriously? Like, yeah, no. <laughs> I haven't really given it much thought. My parents just really lazy. Yeah, I was born without tonsils and with no middle name. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Podcast over. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, welcome to the next episode of Introducing How I Am. I'm Tim Blackwell, and uh, thank you for those who got in touch. Re, Alex Cameron, our last episode. I could have chatted to him for ages. He has stories about everyone, and he's out here real soon. Harvest Rock Festival is literally days away, and he shows solo shows on his own. That's generally what solo shows are, as well as uh, with the killers. Hey, I've got to say this, though. Before we crack on, get this, with the episode. I am about to... Oh, yeah. Crack open a cold can of Coopers. This one's the... What's Cooper's XBA, if you don't mind? Mm. Um, They're our sponsor for today and Australia's oldest independent brewery. Now, before we crack into anything, I'm going to give the beer a signature Cooper's roll, which is now hard for me to do because I've opened it. Damn it. I should have probably rolled it, then cracked it open. But imagine, if you will, I'm rolling the Coopers. Because every Coopers ale finishes its fermentation in the bottle or can, like I've just demonstrated. So we're giving it a gentle roll. You mix through the flavourful sediment. It's that cloudy deliciousness that turns a great beer into the greatest beer. Okay, here we go. Thank you. Now, this is an unopened can of Coopers. And listen to this now if you can. This is the signature roll. As they say at Coopers, roll the beer, unlock the flavour. And that's how we roll here on Introducing. And we're rolling into my chat with Luke Pritchard from the Kooks. I love these guys so much. I first met Luke in Putney in the UK in the very early 2000s. They were just out here on an Australian tour celebrating 15 years of one of the great debut albums, Inside In, Inside Out. Of course, with the pandemic, by the time they were actually here, it was technically 16 years and nine months. But here he is, the amazing Luke Pritchard. That's amazing. Wow. No tonsils. Yeah. I don't know what that means. It's never I mean, has it affected one single day people, of my whole life. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of good, right? Because like, a lot of people have them removed yeah. because you get tonsillitis. Yeah. Maybe it's, um. this is great. Yeah. It's a golden ticket. <laughs> I did not think this is how it would start. Now, Luke, I've been a massive fan of you guys since the start. And my first ever Australian radio junket in like 2006 mm. was to go to London and interview the Dixie Chicks and the Kooks. <laughs> and I'm presenting you with this. Now, you get to keep this and you can throw it straight <laughs> in the bin after this. This is us uh, in Putney. Oh, my word. Now, you look great. <laughs> you, you look great. You were peaking then anyway. You were on the front of NME then. <laughs> you, were like, you, you, you were shredding. Me, on the other hand, I'm just a radio guy with a watch. <laughs> I think we look quite hip. I yeah. mean, I we're very thin. Very thin. Yeah. Well, our mother. I couldn't afford you know. anything. That's why, probably. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Like, so you get to keep that, and I'm going to get you, you to sign this one. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Thanks. Yeah. I'm going to put that up on my um. That could toilet. be like a good pre-show thing because we are at the Enmore Theatre in Sydney. You're about to go on stage. Yeah. You guys love it here. Yeah, we do love it here. Yeah. Strong connections, deep roots, mm. um, especially with Hugh, uh, a guitar player. Um, but we just, yeah, we just got a good, you know, it's always great to be here and great fans. Good We're good vibes. crowds, aren't we? Extremely good crowds. Yeah. Yeah. Really good crowds. And 
Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know why. There's just certain places in the world where you just connect and Australia. We're, we're generally just thankful that you're here. Right. <laughs> like, oh, God, thank God. <laughs> Someone's coming to see us. Yeah. Yeah, anytime, man. Yeah. Tell us about, so that, that, that photo, and I'll put it up on the socials, but um, mm-hmm. Inside In, Inside Out, that that was, uh, what, January 2006. So let's let's talk about what was December 2005 like for you guys? So pre yeah. the biggest album, just to catapult you. Yeah, we we were living in Brighton um, and basically just playing uh, matinee shows, pub shows, bar shows, um, and just, yeah, living a, a pretty, it, it was a pretty cool time, man. It was like lots of bands. Well, yeah, Brighton for a, an outsider is yeah. like Fat Boy Slim and now our very yeah. own Nick Cave. Yes. But it feels yeah, like does. it's yeah, a, a place to go. We used to see him in the pub, but no one had Dude. the balls to go say hello to him. Of course. There's a great Nick Cave story about how he'd go to his son's school and this was years ago and it was like a Father's Day fun run. Yeah. It was like 100 metres and he is – in a black suit with Gucci loafers and a cigarette and all the dads are pelting to the finish line and he just walks it and at the end throws a cigarette in the ground and stubs it out. So I, I don't doubt that you're scared to go and say I love that. Yeah. What a hero. But apparently like I was, I've was, i been watching, I, I'm a mad Nick Cave fan. He sits in his Jag in Brighton and listens to an album before he's happy for it to, to be released. Is there something in that? Like listening to the your music in a car versus maybe through your very expensive speakers? I... Um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I do. I think there's um something special about listening to music in a, in a car and getting perspective. It's re- I think it's really hard to get perspective um when you finished an album. You want to hear it in like different environments. Quite good in a bar, I find. Yeah, I've I've got I have mates who own this bar. I have a very small uh, interest in it, and I would go there. And that reason why I invested in it was just to be so able to go and drink. Drinks. <laughs> yeah. And I think I've definitely got my investment back with just the booze that I in, in, inhaled. Yeah. Uh, I drink a little bit less than I used to. Mm. But anyway, I'd go in and, and what I'd do is I would put on um, a record, you know, past few records. You put put it on as people are there, just quite quiet and just like things like that get, get perspective. It's like, it's weird. Music is weird because it's so hard to, to get a full perspective of how people like consume the music. Well, weirdly, weirdly TikTok now just goes boom. Yeah. Whereas I remember yeah. taking your CD in yeah. a bag to yeah. a friend's party. And <laughs> yeah. you know when Bootleg. Like, but you know how now he's like, we'll like cue songs and then you yeah. cue a song and I cue a song. I would then command the CD player and put inside in, inside out on. And I remember, <laughs> but I, also that was like months after it came out. Like we were like, this was uh-huh. only 2006, but we were like discovering it. Yeah. In, in Australia. Yeah. Without I, I Instagram mean, I, is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, no big, no big time. And it was, it was very different. Um, but, it, but it, it, this is, I guess the thing is like, um, will people consume music through those places or will it, I don't think so really. People, it just brings people to the music. Mm. You still listen to it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I miss the old days. I do too. I'm glad we have one foot in the non-Instagram grave and the other <laughs> yeah. one outside of it. But but how how was your few months leading up to that album? Because I think you were signed for a few months yeah. leading up to that. Was there like a timeline on you like to get this 41 minutes of music-ish out or was there you had all the time in the world? Because like I think six yeah. or seven or even all the songs made it somewhere on the charts. Like it's a, it's a massive album. Yeah. 
um, yeah, it did. It it did quite well in the end. But it it, <laughs> it it was what was quite nice for us was we we didn't get a big record deal. We had and we weren't um, things. Yeah, there was time pressures and stuff like that because it was costing a lot of money. We 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 didn't have so how old were you then? The buzz at the time. Yeah. How old was I? Um, 18, I 19? could do the maths. Yeah, right. Maybe, like maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe nineteen, twenty. So most people are working at Nando's. You're, yeah, you're trying to push out well. an album. No, did you? TK Maxx. I did. <laughs> I tried. It's not the same, but yeah. it's not the same, is it? I well, I tried. To, I tried to. Nando's. I tried to work in Nando's and Burger King, and they turned me down. Yeah, right. But there you go. Anyway, it's another story. But the, That's for another yeah. podcast that I'll do, uh, yeah. introducing you to the fast food around the world. <laughs> yeah. But it was. Um, yeah, I mean, we just it, there wasn't the kind the that kind of um, expectation, so that was quite good. Like I, um, I think people believed in us and believed in the, the the band, but I think it took people by surprise how big it was, um, mm. and you had other people maybe hyped a bit more. And so, but but yeah, I mean, we didn't have a lot of money to play with, and so bringing Tony Hoffer over, doing pre production, it was quite tight. You know, it was, it was yeah, there was definitely. Uh, pressures to get it all done but we did but then we were so tight man i mean serious i mean we were we played uh you know we thought we were we were trying to do the kind of beatles in, in hamburg thing we just played you know two three gigs a day sometimes you know so we were just so when we went to the studio we we just pressed record really and then it's a few overdubs so um, yeah let's go back to that then so yeah. uh you and hugh went did you go to school together uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we went to two schools together. Okay, so which one of yeah. you uh, tapped the other on the shoulder and said, "Should we do something with this?" And the other <laughs> one went, "Are you serious?" <laughs> it, well, Hugh, Hugh's young, a, a couple of years younger. Okay, so you remember, like at school, um, that was a bigger deal, obviously. Yeah, uh, quite. So <clears throat> we didn't really hang out that much in the in the first school we were at. But yeah, he he definitely he tapped me on the shoulder because I was just playing a tune. I was playing sofa song. Um, oh really? Just annoying people <laughs> in the street, um, which I used to do a lot. Busking of. wise, actually, literally on the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, busking. Yeah, I used to do that a lot, but um, not really for money. Just yeah, to just play, you know. Well, Joe and, Strummer from the Clash used to say that it, when he used to busk in tube stations, yeah, why learn any more than one song? Because everyone walks past you for thirty seconds. <laughs> he goes, great. "You're mad if you learn more than one song." Did you just have sofa song? Just sofa song, <laughs> sofa song, and uh, uh, hanging around by Lou Reed. Oh yeah, okay. But I never learned like the third verse. Good, that's it. So yeah. it's like say, an that's the, the strummer thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you don't really need it. <laughs> it's it's a good one. It's, yeah, it's a good one. Um, and so he taps so, on the shoulder. Yeah. So I'm just playing, and he goes, "Hey, man, that's a cool song. Who, what song is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, I wrote this song." And he said, "Shit, shall we do something?" So that yeah. that was how it started. Is he always been the serious one? Is that why he's not here now having a beer, hanging out with me? He's probably preparing <laughs> he, for the show. <laughs> he, yeah, he's, he's got. Re he's really thinking about it. Yeah, yeah he, he is quite, I mean, he's very, he, I mean, he's very technical, Yeah, um, talented dude and quite, uh, you know, you have to have these kind of balances in bands and, I mean, me and Hugh, you know, it's um we're like the odd couple sometimes yeah know? yeah but it but it but it's a balance yeah i'm you know he definitely he uh musically he's quite he does take it very 
yeah, he knows his he knows his onions, as they yeah. say. Whereas I just sort of float around I'm like, yeah, it sounds alright. <laughs> yeah, cool, whatever, you know. Well, yeah, you're right. You need you need that. I, I guess though, for like especially nowadays, like you've been a band for so long. Um, yeah. you obviously get along. Um, do you remember some the, days? Yeah, do you remember? Most days. Do you remember a, a, a spat or in terms of just creatively? You don't have to give us something that will go in the Daily Mail. That's not what I'm after. <laughs> but do you remember times when you were like, yeah. "Well, this song's shit ass," and the other person goes, "No, this is great. Just believe me." Or, or something. Was it on stage or because it, you've been together a long time? You're touring. You're in Australia together. You fly mm. together. You stay in the same hotels. Like, yeah, yeah. No, we've had some. Um, we've definitely had some Barneys, as we say here. Yeah, we've had some Barneys. I mean. <laughs> We 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 do all right with it. We do all right with it, but there have been a few. We we had one. The, there was one incident. Oh, this is good. <laughs> there was it's one like in the police station <laughs> uh, that springs to mind, <laughs> yeah. and uh, tensions have been building for okay. quite some time. We toured. We were touring America, and we've been, you know, America will really fuck you up. Um, really, it's just so long. You know, it's like eight week tours. You know? Yeah long and um being in a bus together for long journeys it's a big, anyway, it's a big country according to google maps it's too, pre, a lot of- <laughs> yeah it's pre- <laughs> exactly long and wide and yes. um which countries respond which, which countries which states were big kook states in the, in the u.s in the states um like yeah new york yeah. california well that's good they're, they're, that's the, they're, they're, they're where the you two handy be. ones <laughs> <laughs> um not tallahassee tallahassee yeah, yeah. ohio what was it like in the UK? We do all right. Early, early, early on, because obviously the Arctic Monkeys released their debut album the same day as yeah. you. And then from a, an outsider, because I got NME magazine, which yeah. meant that in Australia, getting NME magazine meant that you got it about 18,000 months before it came out, like after it came <laughs> out, like, like yeah, keep it up to date. But yeah. it felt like it was a really hot time and you were hot or you yeah. were not. And there were bands like Razorlight and there were like Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just to throw them out. Like, what it, was it like? Because you obviously, you made this album not probably thinking it was going to be where it was, but then all of a sudden you were yeah. thrust into this world. No, I, I always like, was like, we're, we're going to, I always tr- kind of had belief. Well, that's good. Which is good. Um, but so I, I was just assume because everyone I speak to like, I had no idea. <laughs> it just happened overnight. <laughs> no, I, I, I was like sure about it. Just everyone else was, you know. Was, well, yeah, yeah, convince me. <laughs> um, it's all fun. I mean, it was very fun. I think being a part of that time, yeah, there was um, a lot of, it's quite competitive and, and quite debauched and things like that, but it was great. I loved, I loved being part of, um, there was like a scene, mm. like a real genuine scene yeah. um, in Brighton and then in London, you know, it was um, great to, to have that and and you and it, it shouldn't be easy in a way you know it should be a bit yeah. rough and ready I, I think that was cool um and yes there were just ever, so many bands um but you know it made it like quite like you felt like you were part of something kind of thing yeah was it too social sometimes or were you all just um, doing your own thing yeah i mean no because you play a lot of we, festivals like no, festivals the uk just own festivals yeah the best. Yeah, we used to have, you know, you definitely would be a lot of that. But we 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 would meet people, but we weren't in a weird way I think we were not really um maybe too involved in the kind of 
yeah, like the, the kind of glitterati scene. I think mm. we kind of floated in and out. At least. <laughs> in the, yeah, you can see this guy was what not. What do you mean? You, this guy was not getting let into the party after the party, was he? He was standing inside of, outside a plastic table with a brick wall. I'm like about to do stand up comedy. Yeah. Oh, I love this picture, man. <laughs> Can't wait to show my wife. What do you think when you look at that picture? Ass off. <laughs> I think we're too thin. Okay. We, Between I think us, we, we needed a hot meal. meal. Yeah, okay. That's what <laughs> well, I was about to go and meet the Dixie Chicks after that, so I needed, oh, I needed to shred. How, how was that? <laughs> I thought, I, they were fine, I think. Yeah, I that's remember. pretty big deal, though. Well, actually, I, to be honest, I was over there for the Dixie Chicks, and I uh, I demanded that I, I meet you because I was just obsessed with the album, and oh, I actually put it on my mini-disc player <laughs> Did you? to no play way. to travel on the plane so I didn't skip. I love that. <laughs> Mini discs were quite cool, weren't they? They looked amazing, but no, I never made they, anything on mini disc. No, do do you think they'll they'll be retro like cassettes are now? I don't think anyone even knows what they are <laughs> to be retro. <laughs> if I said mini disc played to the people in the twenties in this room, no, they're not. They're shaking their head. Some crazy. Yeah, do you remember the ones that were just mini CDs? No. Yeah, I I remember. Do Do you remember that? Yeah, I had one from like someone gave it to me from like uh, Thailand mm. or. <laughs> Tokyo or somewhere. Um, Very different. One's official, one's unofficial. One, yeah, exactly. It was either the, the, the fake version. <laughs> I can't remember. Taipei or Tokyo. Who okay. Knows? Oh, well, still again. I, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> knock off or. But it was, no, but it was, a, it was like these little, it, without the, the, the case. Yes. But like yeah. a mini, Oh, without the case. See, yeah. yeah. Right. And you put it anyway. Because I, I love the mini disc because you can control it from your remote control. Oh, so oh. cool. But then no one put anything it. on them. <laughs> I think yeah. I might have even recorded our interview on a mini disc. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. Was, uh, so let's, let's get forward then. So you, you've obviously put this album out. It's gone bunta, as we say here. It's changed your life. Then Kong. Mm. So is that a pressure time or is that just the oh, next thing yeah. that just happens that makes perfect sense? Yeah, no, that that was- Because you I wrote mean, a lot of songs for that album by what I read. Yeah, too too many. It's probably <laughs> focused on the songs that I'd written. You know? It was, a, it was a, a hard time because um, our bass player was going through a lot of stuff and, um, you know, it was difficult. There was a lot of compassion then, but I think even more so now. You just look back, and it it, it was um, a lot. Be still to in your early twenties, so, yeah, you know, one hundred percent. So I look uh, on it quite quite a frantic time, mm-hmm. and we had toured so much, and I actually think the record kind of is kind of cool because of it. But it's like we just came back um, and did it quite quickly. And, you know, really, I'd written a lot of songs, yeah, but it was like, we didn't really, it just felt like we came straight off tour and we we're right back in the studio, like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And are you a band like, that works on the road? Like, are you, like when you're on, on a tour like this, yeah. are you still knocking out new ideas or are you just like, that's what we get In right. my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but not so much... Um, yeah, you see, this is what I'm saying. I think I find, you know, you you find that being creative can be better when better served when you're you set a a, a good sort of foundation for it. Yeah. Um, rather than I don't know jumbling stuff, you know. Um, but but yeah, occasionally something will come up. But I tend these days, I tend to just try and get him the zone in in the studio. 
it feels from a listener's perspective as well as a fun uh, a fan's mm. perspective that you've never stopped. Like sometimes yeah. now with Spotify happening, yeah. a, a song from the Kooks will pop up and I go, oh, <laughs> new music. What's that? <laughs> it's like, have you, have you had down like a time or is it just felt like, because it feels like in a good way, by the way, this is a compliment. <laughs> no, that- I'm not like, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be smoldering. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, 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 is there been a moment where you've just stepped away or have you just been constantly at it? Because it, it, it does feel like you've never gone away and again in yeah, a good way that's good <laughs> you're not like oh. no we yeah we we've contemplated doing the kind of fake breakup oh for yeah like good two years and then oh yeah i love it when bands the yeah, reunion it's so tour. funny <laughs> yeah. or the strummer thing i love this the strummer where he like they they pretended he'd gone missing yeah. and then he actually went missing <laughs> but they they, they couldn't sell the tickets for the tour so they were like they they put out yeah so but, but Anyway, no, we haven't gone away. We we're pretty consistent in terms of two, three years power record, yeah. Yeah. And um I think that we wanna wanna continue that really. Uh, it's good. And and yeah, it's like um you you just it's gotten to a point the band now where it is just like you're just adding to this great thing. Like, you yeah. know, you just it doesn't feel um the albums feel less of a big deal now. It's just yeah. like you just wanna create more music i still feel a freshness you got to keep that going but um you're still jumping around has, on stage you're huh? still jumping around on stage even after oh, covid yeah, yeah good no i am actually <laughs> yeah. yeah after covid yeah my lungs <laughs> like, oh, I, got I don't even sores. know yeah i don't even know if i had it <laughs> no i haven't had it i i, ne- I never tested positive so no middle names i just never no tested covid <laughs> yeah no, no, maybe there's a, a link do you have tonsils here. can i have a look i, <laughs> I do have tonsils <laughs> Tonsils, maybe that's what saved you from COVID. Maybe. Not having tonsils. Yeah. Or just pushing forward or, or lying on rat tests. One just, two. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Tell us about 10 tracks to Echo in the Dark. So this, this is the latest yeah. album. This was another example of when Connection popped up on my Spotify. I'm like, hello, oh, yeah. g'day guys. <laughs> How are you? Uh, well, yeah, tell us about yeah. this, putting this album together. Was this a COVID yeah. project? Was it a what? A COVID project? Was this It a, was. Yeah. Well, it started a, a little bit before everything started breaking down. Um because London, yeah, was, London or England was heavy. You know, I know that's a hot take. It was <laughs> pretty, yeah, it was all pretty serious. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it was it, yeah. it was made, quite a lot of it was made remotely. I mean, yeah, listen, it, it started out, it started in Berlin. So, like, I found, I did, I found, um, I did a bit of a, a, a kind of musical journey going to a few cities and I really wanted to make an album in, in Europe, we've made a lot of albums in LA and I was like, I really want to do something a bit close to home and a bit of a different vibe. Um, but hang on, Conk was your studio where you recorded the first album, wasn't yeah. it? And so then the subsequent albums were overseas, were they? Well, Con- yeah, Conk we did in Conk. Yeah, um, makes sense. <laughs> and, <laughs> and some of it was done in LA. Okay. But we, we, we kind of got a taste for LA with Tony Hoffer, who produced the first three yeah. albums, and we went and did Let's Go, um, Let's Go uh, Junk of the Heart. Yeah. We did that in Los Angeles, and then we ended up doing, and then I did most of Listen with Inflow. All the stuff for me and Flow started was in LA, and then we finished it in London. Anyway, anyway blah, mm. blah, blah. We did a lot in, in America. Yeah, yeah. And I was sick and tired of it. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. And I wanted, I was like, I want to, you know, do something in Europe. Um, you're, just, you're done with posting photos from In-N-Out Burger. You're like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. 
The American dream was dead. <laughs> you know, it was over. I've driven a Mustang. I've had a burger. I'm out. Yep, exactly. That, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, you, you, you should know really it. two days max is all you need in America. Two days, <laughs> burger day, Mustang day, airport. <laughs> that's hey, that's good advice. Yeah, there you go. Uh, if I could tell my younger self that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I had a great. And I listen. I had lots of good mates there, and I was really quite in the music scene there and I loved it but I just yeah it was a nice time to change things up a bit but so I, I found this like I found um, this producer that I really clicked with Toby Tobias Kuhn mm-hmm. who's a bit of a ledge I mean he's really quite quite a dude in Germany um, he's worked with a lot of cool like Totenhosen and Milky Chance and like, like loads of ger- great German artists and does a lot of film and TV and stuff but but you know, we just really clicked and, um, you know, it was like the kind of, yeah, light, but I think for both of us, it, it was like a lot of the influences we were talking about when we first met of what we would like to do. Is that when you brought the choir in? in, in, in no, that was, no, no. Sorry, I'm jumping around. Do you lot. mean, that's listen. Yeah. Yeah. That was with inflow. Okay. That was in like, that was. Cause the, that was mental. Two albums ago. Yeah. That, I loved, I loved working on that record, man. It was fun. Yeah. What's he, the plan for the show tonight? If, if so, obviously people listening to this are probably yeah. missed out on the show, so that's a shame. But um, what, uh, what, what, what do you bring into the Aussie shows tonight? Yeah, yeah, we're going to play quite a few songs from Ten Tracks uh, to Echo in the Dark, the new one. Yeah, um, yep. which is yeah, just to to give a very brief. It's kind of eighties indie kind of ish, slightly leaning, little more like synth poppy kind of vibe. Um, and then we're actually still celebrating our first album. Yeah. So inside in, inside out. We're on the 15 year tour, but I think it's like Six, 20 years three, yeah, <laughs> after COVID. On the way know, here, they were like, oh, they're celebrating 15 years. I'm like, I think that was five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, it was in the contract. Doesn't matter. I mean, Doesn't matter. It's, oh, the, yeah. it's on the posters, man. Oh, they were like, we're not going to bring like the posters it. down. No, no, we're happy you're here. Don't, don't misread oh, that. Man. So, so yeah, we're going to play like the whole album. Um, Amazing. What's your favorite? What's your, what's the song from the album that yeah. you still really get a kick out of performing live? Oh man! And yes, you have to name one. I, <laughs> you know which one? I couldn't play it for years because of the lyrics. Because you know, you, it's weird. It's funny when when you write an album when you're a teenager. It's kind of funny when you get older because you know it's like it's sort of weird. Well, I played Jackie Big Tits on the radio today. <sighs> And it nice. felt weird playing it, playing but it also one. felt so so right. I just now I just sing it so sincerely. That's the <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Pickett in a good way, <laughs> looking people in the eye like that. You know? <laughs> but I mean, I was going to say Matchbox, yeah, which is um, walk all over your cars. The Kooks are out, and it's just fun. Yeah, I love I just, that. But it's it's a heavy tune. It's like it's weird and kind of cool so I, I i always get a kick i learned how to play ula on the guitar and did then you I, and then i can't i can't yeah. master seaside i know it looks so simple and it is for you but i just can't <laughs> i can't get my head around it like what <laughs> I, i've been playing it for a long time yeah yeah, yeah. you don't have to teach me now but <laughs> got guitar mate you wanna... yeah, can you do it yeah what yeah i'll hold the mic for you you yeah, do it you i'm not gonna do it for you <laughs> no you're gonna play it no 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 oh, what? Like... Do you want to go to the seaside? Oh shit, I got it wrong, mate. Yeah. Oh, so you're down there, so I'm using a capo. That's that's so I'm like Oh, you use a capo? Yeah. It's just like all bar chords. It's very simple. Okay. I'll, I'll probably look it up again. Yeah. Yeah. And a maiden. A Melbourne guitar. 
It is, yeah. Yeah. Mason's great, great guitars. There you I, go. Um, Probably get a free one out of this. I'll send it to him. Yeah, do it. They're good guitars, man. I, <laughs> I, I we can both get one. I, Who wants a mate? Got... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should shout out Drysbone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a free Drysbone jacket you? off them. They're great. So I bought a barber jacket nice. to go to Glastonbury this year. Oh, did you? Yeah. So we're going with No, it turns out. Well, I paid full price for my barber. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what would you like as we leave this uh, interview? What would you like to introduce us to? Is there anyone you're listening to or loving at the moment? Um, we pay it forward here. This is your moment. And it could be anyone. Like it could be old school, it could be new school. And you can hold your own microphone oh, now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I love you, but come on, we've known each other for 20 years. That's right. I mean, me. <laughs> correct, correct. Um, at Lingun. Yeah, they're wicked. Yeah. Band? Band. Yeah, okay. Fairly new. Not that new. Okay. Prog Istanbul Rock. Very oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Check them out. Right. Yeah, man. 20 years. Yeah, huge. Can you believe it? I know. Look years, at us man. now. We're not even fatties yet. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen me in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, can't wait to see the show again tonight and lovely to hang out. Thank you so much.